Blog Talk Radio. From heart to heart. I bring you greetings this wonderful, beautiful morning from the West Coast. Today, much of the uh, world celebrates what is known as Easter, and today being Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. I've had a wonderful weekend thus far, and I do want to pause for a moment to once again say that I understand, fully understand, that everyone does not observe Easter or Christ or or subjects related to Christianity and the Lord Jesus' resurrection. But I do. And that, again, is where I am coming from. So for those who don't uh, believe or embrace, I'm not attempting to uh, offend you. Uh, Please understand that. I hope you would at least stick around. But if not, thank you for listening to this point. I'd like to just read, refresh the episode's information that I posted, and it says, Friends come in all shades and are easily identified. There are friends who come and go, better known as acquaintances or fair-weather friends. Then there are friends who are with and for you 100% of the time and more. You can count on them as much and even more at times than you can count on yourself. Last week, we, we read from Lisa Joe Baker's Never Unfriended, The Secret to Finding and Keeping Lasting Friends. And today, we're going to take a glimpse, at least a glimpse, at three biblical examples of true friends. They are Ruth, Jonathan, and Jesus the Christ. Let me pick up with a statement that uh, Miss Baker made. Uh, it, she said, what if we knew we would not be unfriended? Would that make a difference to us? In this world where friends do come and go, sometimes we just don't want to reach out anymore. We don't even want to be included uh, for fear or concern at least of being hurt. But again, what if we knew, what if you knew that you would not be unfriended? Would that make a difference? I want you to hold that for a little bit and I will come back to that. But for now, let's look at Ruth in the in the Bible, the book of Ruth. Ruth was one of Naomi's daughter-in-laws. And when I think about Ruth and Jonathan, the biggest thing that comes to my mind readily 
is the legacies that they left regarding commitment to those they called friend. Ruth was, as I've said, was Naomi's daughter-in-law or daughter-in-love. And Jonathan was David's friend. Ruth, there was a friendship, a deep friendship between the two women. Generationally, they were not in the same generation. Uh, Ruth was young, and of course, Naomi, Naomi was older. Ruth had lost her husband, which, in fact, was one of Naomi's sons. And Ruth modeled various aspects of what a woman should be, a friend should be, a wife should be. And the beautiful thing about it is that Naomi embraced it. She was ready to receive. She was teachable. She trusted her mother-in-law. I just think it was one of the most beautiful examples of friendship that I know of. I have had the privilege, wow, when I think about this, I spoke to this, well, actually, I didn't speak to her. We text this morning. Had the, I have had the high privilege and honor of having been someone's Naomi, and she my Ruth. I, um, when she pointed that out to me today, today, today of all days when I was going to broach this subject, she didn't know. She's several states away. But she pointed that out, and it just brought tears to both my eyes and my heart. And I am just honored that God would allow me to experience such a relationship. We studied together, and I tell you, the great joy that came as a result of that relationship. We studied the Word of God together. And I know she feels that I taught her much. And I've told her, but I don't know that she really has processed the fact that she taught me just as much. This is a woman that I will never forget. She's caring. She's nurturing. And now she's gone on gone on to be an example and be someone else's Naomi. It is a joy to experience such a friendship. I am so thankful. She's no one I sought out. She didn't seek me out. God brought us together by some unimaginable circumstances and to him 
I give all glory. And when I think of our Ruth and our Naomi in the Bible, what a wonderful testimony they are to our God and legacies to us. It just reminds me so much of God telling older women to teach the younger. And sometimes it'll be in your own family, and sometimes it will not. But blessed be the name of the Lord for bringing that young woman in contact with me and me in contact with her. So when I, again, commitment is what the big banner that comes to mind when I think about Ruth, when I think about Jonathan. Jonathan was so committed to David that he allowed that relationship, that loyalty, that love to extend beyond his dad. Now, I don't fully understand that. In fact, maybe I don't even understand that. I think a part of me does because Jonathan stood for truth and what was right. And so on that end, I definitely see how he would go against his dad and even to the point of the dad not knowing, the king not knowing that Jonathan was going around him to help David escape some of the ensnarements that he saw had laid for David. But he loved him. Oh, did Jonathan love David. And oh, did David love Jonathan. Commitment. That takes us to Jesus. What a commitment. You know, when we first began, well, let me finish that statement. What a commitment Jesus made to the world, to his Father, and to the world. The statement that I uh, started with, that Ms. Baker posed, what if we knew we would not be unfriended? Would that make a difference for our everyday lives? Would that make a difference? Jesus is that friend. He is the friend. He says of himself that sticks closer than a brother, closer than a sister. Ms. Baker also said, we want to matter. And folks, you can resonate with that. I know you want to matter. I want to matter. She says, we want to matter to them, whoever the them is, to want to share ourselves with them. And and uh, to want to to want them to share themselves with us. These people, the them, you know, Miss Susie, Mister Riley, whoever it may be, we want to be included. 
We want them to love us. Jesus loved us with an everlasting love. He died for us so that we would not have to be judged for the wrongdoing or the sin that we commit. He chose you before the foundation of the world. He knows every hair on your head. He knows your leanings, your preferences, your makeup. He created you. He created me. And he wants to be our friend. He is so committed to us. If we let him in, he's not going to blow the wall down to get to our hearts. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. The door is the door to the heart. And if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and fellowship with him or her. And she or he fellowship with me. And he said, never leave you. You don't ever have to be worried about being unfriended by Jesus. I will never forsake you. I love you. And I love you with an everlasting love. So, beloved friends, have a wonderful, wonderful day. A wonderful evening, a wonderful and God bless you. This is Zenobia bringing you grace and peace from heart to heart.